Cheers. Cheers. Guess right. what we're doing. Welcome, YouTube. Yes. We are testing out um, to see if this will hit it ah, for the YouTubers. Or quit it. Or quit it. Hit it or quit it. That's so mean. What's okay. up, guys? So, this is our 54th podcast. Oh, that wine hits. We are finally recording this video. Yes. We've talked about it. We got two cameras going. That one looks a little wonky. Yeah, we'll see. I lined that one up not too straight. <laughs> it's all right. We'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, gosh. But we're excited because we just want to... The reason why we started Peak Driven was because... We really love helping other people, but we also really love just people, like feeding into their soul and making sure that everyone was rising to their top potential or peak performance <laughs> and make sure that everyone's living a plentiful life. Right. Also, I kind of joined in with you to do this because yeah. I found it very motivational and inspirational to kind of hear these types of messages from like an everyday person yeah because a lot of the times it comes from like influencers or people that are like so far in my opinion out of touch with reality it's like sometimes they are yeah easy for you to say bro you know what i mean like as you sit in your castle so quit your job and i'm like let's have some shit lined up first before i just go okay. and do that <laughs> Like, yeah, I understand, like, just jumping instead of fearing it. But, like, at the same time, it, there's a point in your in your life where you need to have certain things lined up, especially for, like, every day. Also, it's if, not my stomach growling. That's no, thunder. That's thunder in the background. We're getting an intense thunderstorm I right know. now. So, YouTube will see Mickey sitting underneath the desk. And... He hates thunderstorms, so... Yeah. I'm just pampering them a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. But honestly, um, we're just excited to keep growing Peak Driven because with the fitness classes, one-on-one -on -one coaching, challenges that I've been doing, this podcast, and then just growing a YouTube channel um, of our crazy antics. It's going to be like the podcast, but also to our life. Of like everything that we do. Like vlogging? Vlogging. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. We can do like an MTV Cribs special. Like welcome oh, yeah. to our house. Yeah, welcome to our house. I wallpapered this wall because I was really bored. And <laughs> <laughs> found out that they make it like large decals now and it's super easy. Dude, I am so excited. So like YouTube sees the mountain above my head, but they make like decal mountains that I'm going to put in my office. That way you can see part of it when I'm teaching. I'm super pumped. What YouTube can't see is all the Porsche memorabilia that's all hidden because somebody wanted to hide it all. Okay. I didn't say hide it. It's all there's, right. There's a couple cars up there. Okay. Maybe next time we can do dueling cameras where Ooh, one's at me, one's angles. at you. Okay. I'm about that one. I'm going to make it a real headache nightmare to edit these, aren't you? Hey, that's fine. I don't have anything else to do. Like your job? Yeah. No? No. So usually how we start these things off too is we discuss what the beverage of the night is. Ooh. I'm actually drinking a Pinot Noir. Mm. Um, So it's a little bit lighter than I usually like, but I figured go big or go, go home. Like. Yeah. 
Well, you also do this wine club thing where you get to try different wines. Yeah. Yeah. You know, instead of getting the same ones all the time, you experiment. Lush. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you drinking? Uh, Some bourbon, some Woodruff Reserve. I think you were drinking that last week. Totes. Totes, my good. It's a big bottle. I'll be drinking it for a while. I know. He, He comes home with like from the liquor store and he's like oh i got the and it's like a huge bottle i was like it was on sale uh, okay that's yeah, fine it's a special of the month but you know what i jelly of the month club jelly of the month club but you know what i want to do is i want to we've talked about this get a cheap bourbon and put it in that um so we have clear, like a crystal decanter yeah kind of thing yeah i know with like matching glasses and everything like that um and we could put that like here somewhere yeah Yeah. well i wanted to like put our like bottles up on the shelf like here but we're just doing a rough edit we're supposed to be a health company i'm just kidding okay but like balance yeah everything is about balance it's not like you're gonna go overboard with drinking yes this is a heavy pour but that's gonna last me half of the night this might be a double shot oh it's fine. So for it's the been f- one of those weeks. Yeah, I'm sure people can relate. <laughs> but in the same token, there are certain things that we should stop really, we should stop doing in order to. Sorry, I just hit my ring. In order to hit the next level in our life and to get out of our own way. Mm. Because sometimes I feel like we are the narrator of our life rather than actually living our life. And I also feel like, too, we project these images or the stories in our mind before a situation even unfolds. Mm -hmm. And we can talk ourselves out of things or we create these walls, which we've talked about before, that don't even exist for no reason. Yeah, because it's easier for our mind to go back to... I'm real distracted by this thunder, but it's easy for our mind to go into a negative situation if we have always been that way. It's easier for us to go into the easy route mm-hmm. than step forward and be a little bit different too. Right. I always think of like your thoughts are kind of like how people frown instead of smile. Mm-hmm. It's easier to walk around with like a resting bitch face and like not smile <laughs> And it's easier to have negative thoughts than it is to change your mindset, be positive, put on that smile, and no matter the chaos that's going on, you know, and there's there's also a limit to that too because there's what, toxic positivity Mm -hmm. or whatever that's called, right? Yeah. Where you can just fool yourself so many times over that everything's okay, everything's okay, and, you know, you can just continue to lie to yourself and not address real problems. See, but I also love... Like me, sometimes I have resting bitch face and that's fine, RBF. But once you get to like talking with me, then it's different. You know what I mean? Like from afar, I look like a biatch, but I'm only slightly a biatch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't like, I only let certain people into my life and like give them, you know, the words that they need for that day. Like I'm... I'm very select. I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. Well, you have to be protective of your own energy too. Yeah. And also too, I'm not going to pour out my energy for someone who is going to take advantage of me. Right. So I'm giving to the right people that truly deserve my energy. Right. 
I think so. we talked about that last podcast. Did we? Yeah, we did. <gasps> Selfish versus selflessness. Yes, we did. Yeah. If you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to that. Yeah. Um, but so I have some things like written down and they're in my phone here. Um, but it's kind of centered around like fearing the jump rather than the fall. Okay. Because you're afraid to jump into the next layer of who you're supposed to be because you think you're going to fall. Mm-hmm. So. Bible analogy. Okay. Peter getting out of the boat. Yeah. You know, he was afraid to get out. Mm. And then as soon as he lost his concentration off of Jesus, he began to sink. Yeah. And it's like, why do you have little faith? You know, same thing when you're on the ledge of a big decision in life. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, like I talked about before, we create those stories. We create that. We create that negative narrative that yes. didn't even happen yet, and we could talk ourselves off the ledge so easily. And then I think of like real world situations where you know, we've been to Jamaica and when we were in Sedona and things like that, right? All the cliff jumping into like the water and stuff that we did. Yeah, scary as hell when you're standing up there twenty feet above the water or so, right? And you're looking down. Or in Costa Rica, or zip lining through the freaking jungle. Upside down. Upside down. Right. But basically, you know, in Sedona and in Jamaica, yeah, it was willpower to run yourself off that cliff and just know that it's water and you'll be okay. But yeah. it's that initial fear. And then in Costa Rica, I'm going to say uh-huh. this, when we were on that platform yeah, and the guy's like, want to go upside down? I was like, okay. So you get situated and he helps you turn over and you're upside down. Sometimes you need that push, mm-hmm. whether that's something meaningful in your life whether that's a bigger reason than you, whether that's somebody that's in your corner. Yeah. But like there was no way to run and, and get that head start with a zip line. So you're upside down. You had to get that push off yeah. the ledge. Well, and if we want to talk about that, I thought in my head, I'm like, when is there ever going to be another time that I'm going to be zip lining through Costa Rica and everyone else is going up? It's like FOMO, but like it's true like everyone else was kind of doing it was it safe i don't i don't know but i i was like you live to survive and tell about it the wheel jesus but like i rather like do it in the now than hold myself back because of fear because fear is a liar oh yeah and it's literally like i'm never gonna experience life if i constantly hold myself back from experiences like that or going for a job promotion or putting myself out there with like YouTube and doing this podcast and all of these challenges. Right. You know, like that's just me personally. And like listeners, like if you feel like you need to take a jump, like just know, like I've fallen down so many times, but I'm still willing to take that jump. Back to your peer pressure. Oh, yeah. I wanted to touch on that real quick because... In society, we've been Do it. we've been talked about, or we've been taught, peer pressure is such a negative thing, mm. and it can be right when it comes to drugs, alcohol, when you're a teenager doing bad things. Like I, I, I get that. Like, I peer pressured Josh, I, like a lot, when we were young. Right, you did. I was a good kid. I turned him. <laughs> but when we were in Costa Rica, we were surrounded by like-minded people. Yeah. We were surrounded by people that constantly wanted to level up. They were all entrepreneurs in their own way. Yep. 
everyone had that growth mindset. We had many late nights talking, staying up late, like masterminding and having these wonderful conversations where everyone was there to support people's dreams. Oh, yeah. Right? And so when it you're surrounded by those types of people, when talking about peer pressure, mm-hmm. we talk about having that close-knit group of people that are in your inner circle yeah, and constantly wanting you to level up. Well, that's when peer pressure can be a positive thing because like, listen, if the bus is coming and everyone's getting on it and that bus is leading this to success town. Yeah. I'm up jump. Yeah. I don't want to miss it. Mm-mm. Right. So like, like you said, when are we ever going to have this opportunity? When are we ever going to have this chance to do this, you know, thing that scares the crap out of me Yes, to do? I might as well do it now because I don't want to look back when I'm older and regret it. Yeah. No regrets, right? No regrets. And so... That's when, in my opinion, peer pressure or others that are you surround yourself with are like, do it, do it. And that's like, don't fear the jump mm-hmm. because other people might have already done it, which they went ahead of us and we got to see them do it. Yeah. They survived. They were okay. Right. It wasn't some <laughs> final destination shit that like, <laughs> it was going to be my turn. Right. But, um, you never know. You, you, you never know. But, but right. Like. They all want you to succeed. They want, yes. You know, I want to surround myself with those types of people mm-hmm. that are going to know that in ten years, when I look back at that trip and everyone else did it and I didn't, mm-hmm. I don't want to have that feeling of like, damn it, I should have done it. I know. And they were there for me and supported me and being like, you might be scared. At- I'm scared too, but guess what? <laughs> you know, we just had that like Costa Rica distilled tequila. Oh my gosh. So a little liquid courage going into that whole thing, but like it was pretty awesome. Same with Jamaica. But at the same time, like the whole no regrets, no regrets. I I know it's so like silly of like YOLO, no regrets, but like it's so true. Like seeing my dad at the end of his life, like there were some things that probably he regretted and like he didn't say yolo a lot but at the same time like i don't want to be on my deathbed saying like i wish i would have done xyz right like i am willing to jump and jump and jump and like break bones and fall like i don't did you just gurgle in your throat i'm sorry (laughs) go back to your jump 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 i'm sorry crisscross jump sauce jump oh you don't know that song i do okay but i rather be willing to jump break bones hurt myself get like fall down so many times because i'm going to get back up because i've built that resilience in myself and the mindset like a lot of people say like oh build resilience what the fuck does that mean you have to create it in your mindset of This is my why at the end of my life, I don't want to look back and say, I didn't do this. Like I didn't jump off a cliff in Jamaica or do the zip line because I was scared. Right. Scared of what? And that kind of, I'm going to go down this road. It kind of goes along the lines of like women and their bodies or men and their bodies. Okay. Okay. So like, you're going to hold yourself back and not wear that bathing suit because you don't love your body. 
And then you're going to look back in your life and be like, why the hell didn't I do that? Right. Because if you're a good person with a good heart, no one gives a crap. Well, first off, if anyone judges you by the way you look. No one's judging you because, and even if they are, they're shitty inside. But if they're, if they're, they're more worried about themselves than they are with you. Right. Right. So that's just my whole take on it of like, just jump. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to fall sometimes, but sometimes you're going to jump and you're going to land in that success land. And I'll be honest, for me personally, some of the best experiences and the greatest times that I learn is during that jump, during that fall, right? Because you Mm -hmm. can read all about things, you can be shown, but until you actually go through it, kind of like the whole trial by fire kind of thing, Yeah, you know, there is no better way than to experience it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, it might scare the poop out of you while you're doing it. Yeah. But guess what? It's going to be ingrained in you a lot harder than if you've never done that. Mm. And it's going to make you easy, more easier to relate to. And also, if you come out through the other side, mm-hmm. which everybody will, but just depends on how bruised up you are. But You'll be good. You'll be good. You'll survive. But when it comes to helping other people... Man, you're going to have so much more knowledge. Oh, yeah. And not try to bullshit your way through trying to help somebody when you've never even done it yourself. That's a good point. It's a very good point because a lot of people will be out here preaching things and, you know, trying to spit wisdom and all that kind of stuff. It's like, but what what have you done in your life? Yeah. You know, Who what, have you helped? Right. What kind of success and like renting cars, renting a house putting yourself out there all falsely. Oh, I love when people do that. Okay. Like, (laughs) just to say, like, I have this and that. We've known many people that have have done this. Right. You know, you're still living paycheck to paycheck and barely scraping by, which you have a dream. Kudos to you. And I I, I applaud you for going, getting after it. But just make sure you do it in an authentic way is what I'm trying to say. Okay. I like that. There's two other points to this that I kind of want to make of, like, things to stop doing if you want to get out of your own way and live the life of your dreams is stop visualizing having rather than doing. So the whole thing about, we talked about manifesting. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's good to some degree, but what type of action are you putting behind that manifesting? That's a huge part of it. Like visualizing having rather than doing. Yep. Like, yeah, you're going to have that one day, but what are you doing mm-hmm. to put yourself into the next level? Mm-hmm. Like like you said, instead of renting a house, like why are you not investing in a house? Mm-hmm. And there's a whole debate on that, whatever. But you need to be more of an investor rather than a consumer. Can I go on a flip side of that whole thing? Of course you can. So we got different brains. That's why this podcast is great. I just want to talk about my current circumstance and you can agree to this, right? I've always wanted to get, you know, a, a nice car or something, right? And, or yeah. an, another mountain bike or whatever, right? Things. Okay. So I, I put them on my dream board and I manifest some things. Yeah. And I go, okay, what steps do I need to take in order to achieve these goals? Yep. Okay. So... 
X, Y, and Z happens in my career. I'm at that level now where I can afford these things. Yeah. But guess who hasn't bought anything? No. He won't even buy a... (laughs) Okay, so he's been looking at this watch, and I'm like, can you just send it to me? Like I, I need to get you a birthday present. Yeah, but I kinda, which is next week. I have so this, like, like whole, I have this whole fantasy of like going to the store, acting like a baller, getting it, you know, all that kind of thing. Like, okay, and we will. But they don't have it, a store out here. No. Do they have a store in in Arizona? <laughs> yeah. Do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when we're out there, we'll. Yeah, and I go out there for business, so you yeah. know. But anyway, back to my whole thing is. You know, sometimes you manifest these things, you put them on your vision boards and you want these things. And then I work backwards. Okay, what do I need to do in order to achieve these? You finally get to that level of success in your life. Well, guess what? My my wants have changed since. Mm. And that's okay. That means you're evolving. That means your circumstances now are adapting. They're ebbing and flowing. Yes. And you know what? What was important to me six, eight months ago when I made that vision board at the start of the year and you know, what I told myself, how I'm going to get these things, guess what? Life circumstances and things change. Now I'm finding that like my priorities are different mm-hmm. and that is completely okay in my opinion. Like I want to invest more. I want to buy, you know, property and like I want to, you know, kind of build a portfolio in that sense. Like maybe live a modest life, not have so much thing because they're just material shit. Who gives a crap, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, status is bogus anyway but like it's who you are as a person but like yeah that's just kind of where i'm at right now where now i can financially afford the things that i want but you know who's still being a kind of a cheap ass (laughs) josh but in in the sense that i want to put my money where it's going to benefit me the best hands down it's called adulting hashtag adulting yeah but to that what you kind of said you're like oh like we evolve and everything like that Yes. Like if you're not evolving over time and like your vision board doesn't make sense to you anymore, like mine, I like completely trashed it in like six months. So like what I do now is there's a couple things. So you can do, (laughs) you do quarterly updates to your vision board where you just have like, it's not permanent and you're not writing it on there. You're just kind of doing like a pin board type of thing yeah and then we can check your percentages and then we can see what your forecast is going to be for the next three months okay but also too so i've been doing something that's on a board but then like with all the moves and stuff like that what i've been doing is i've been going on pinterest Mm -hmm. and literally creating a like manifesting like board Mm. on there deleting adding and doing that quarterly for myself And then there's another way to kind of do it is you can do a refresh on your birthday of like, what have you accomplished in your 33 years? And I'm giving this to you because your birthday is coming up. And this is what I did in May is what, what have you done in your 33 years? And then what do you want to do in the next year of your life? Mm. And like, action step goals instead of just like manifesting shit and action step them and then another layer of it is i found this site where you can actually write a letter to yourself okay and it automatically emails it to you in like however many years you want to do that's cool 
So like you can write yourself an email of like, hey, I hope you're at X, Y, and Z, like income, you own such and such and such, you've impacted this many people and like really write a letter to yourself Mm -hmm. into the future. That's awesome. Isn't it? And two things I want to piggyback off of what you just said too. I hope everyone on this takes something from that because it is so impactful. It's like the time capsule thing that schools used to do. Dude, I love it. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. But (laughs) I get passionate. So the other thing too is sometimes in your life you might find that like, okay, you look at your vision board and you look at, you know, the things that you want. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking, I'm kind of relating this to like material things right now because that's kind of where my mind's going. But sometimes when you hit a certain level of success, you look at the, you look at the stuff that you, you once manifested. Mm-hmm. I dream bigger now. So I take those things that a year ago I wanted, I consolidate them all into one mm. and I dream bigger. I look at the value of all those things and go, you know what? Do I really need that shit or is that just stuff? What happens if I take the face value of that, consolidate it all into one nugget, and where can that lead me to now? So, like, can you I give dr- me an example because I'm not really following, and I don't know if anyone else is. Okay, or not. all right. So, give me an example. Right. So, I had on my vision board a mountain bike, sick full suspension mountain bike. <laughs> I had a Porsche 911. Okay. And, like, as material things, what else did I have? I think it had like some kind of crazy tools or something. Anyway, so or a watch or something. Or a watch, yeah. So take all face value of those three things, right? Say okay. that's like fifty grand worth of stuff. That's or a more. Cheap Porsche. Yeah, it is. Let's talk let's say a hundred grand, right? <laughs> Six figures. Okay. Okay. So are those things relatively important to me now? Would I be okay if I can postpone that? I take that hundred thousand dollars now, and if I dream bigger and say that $100,000 can get poured towards that dream house in Arizona that we want that seems like it's out of our stretch, out of our reach, mm-hmm. but we'd have to stretch for it. Well, if I held off on those things that I once wanted, yeah. and I take that face value, put it towards a house, which is going to benefit me Ooh. better financially, it's going to have better return if I ever want to sell it, it's you know more of an asset, right? It's yeah. called, like you said, adulting, right? So I'm yep. going to put my wants aside because I I already have those things. I don't really need newest and greatest versions of them right now. Okay. Can I take that and put it towards a larger dream? Mm. Does that make any sense? It makes a lot of sense. But then once you hit that dream, are you then setting it up so that way there's another hundred grand nugget so you can buy that Porsche, you can get that bike, you can get that watch? So the way my mind works is... What can I do to get that house that I want? Yeah. Work my way backwards. Do I need to even level up more in my career? Do we need to drive peak driven even harder so we get a more income that way? All those things accelerate upwards. Yeah. I get to that goal. I'm going to have extra money, not only to afford that house, but to get those other little things because they were way down here. Yeah. My goal is now up here. I love that. Does that make I sense? I love the way your brain works because my... Saying. like. So, like, Josh thinks very differently than I do. Like like you said, you said, keep it simple, stupid. But, like, me, like, I'm, like, very, okay, what's the next next step? And, like, you're thinking not just, like, in the next year. You're thinking, like, into the future. Yeah. Of, like, if I do this, then this, 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 this. Right. 100%. 
I dig it. Is that the way I think personally our vision boards should be in the sense that like, okay, you have all these materialistic things, but what if you took those materialistic things and instead of that did something greater so you can have all of them plus tenfolds? Sure. But also too, sometimes those materialistic things like say you want to have a home gym. So you have like a squat rack or something on your vision board. Well, that having a home gym Mm -hmm. can become a reality at some point, but that's going to help you in other areas of your life become better. Mm. So sometimes it's not like you don't need to take things off of your vision board, I guess. Is that what you're kind of saying, right? Like it's okay to achieve that, get it because yes, you're going to be healthier. You're going to eliminate drive time to the gym. You're going to have more quicker access to get a 20 half hour workout in, which is going to benefit you with whether it's a weight loss goal or staying fit. And let's be honest. Question. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to cut you off. No, when you work out and you exercise, how do you perform in your career? How are you performing as a husband, as a father, right? When you take care of your body and you take care of your health, all other areas of your life accelerate and yeah. succeed. So, so that's going to help you in your career. That's going to help you make more money. It's going to help you. It all is a trickle effect. Things snowball. And if you constantly look at small little snowballs, you're not looking yeah. at the big snowman of how things compact and, you know, compile, so compound my, over time. My mind goes, okay, you want that home gym, but like, What's the benefit of that? So like a materialistic thing and then what's the benefit of that? Right. Like me personally, like my Luby was on my vision board. Like once I hit 33, I was like, yeah, like homegirl was going to ball. I don't even care. Um, but I knew that I had to do certain things to get to that point. Right. And then for me personally, like, yes, it's very materialistic, but that is my symbol of like all of the trauma that I've been through to now where I'm at as an individual is so much higher than I would have ever imagined at my age. Right. Like Krista looking back, like if younger version of me saw me now, hello. Right. Like because I wasn't afraid to take that damn jump. Mm -hmm. I keep just going. And like, I'm going to be honest with you. Can I be honest? Go ahead. I have been told no so many times from from college telling me that I'm not going, like, first off, they told me not to go to college. Jokes on you. I graduated top of my class for undergrad and grad. And you have a master's. Well, grad is master's. See, I don't have a master's. Do you know that? <laughs> So, um, <laughs> that was one. And then once I got into college, you're like, you cannot be art education. Like, it just, you're not good enough type of thing. And I was like, okay, I'll take a different path of why you think that I can't do this. So that's why I got into psychology. Right. And then going into my career, being told no so many times has really like this time this was the fourth time that i've been told no for a certain position i'm gonna say four um i don't count another but 
this time it hurt even more and I found myself like in the dumps. Like I could not, I, I was not getting resilient. Like I was like, how do, how did I get myself out of this hole? And you know what it came down to was why did you, like, I thought about this. I was like, why did you want this position? Was it to genuinely impact those, those people? Or did you selfishly want it to prove to yourself that you could get it? It was that. And I also think too, it stung way, way more and not to cut you off. You're fine. Because you've literally, you, you went through it so many times. Mm -hmm. You took to heart all the, you know, things that they criticized you. Feedback. Yep. And you literally worked hard at every one of those things. And you went into this one super confident. Oh, and I killed it. You killed it. And you're like, I've done so many projects. I've done so many things. I know I should have this in the bag. Yeah. And then for them to still come back and be like, well, Krista, sorry about that. But, uh, you know, da 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 And then, uh, you know, you're just like, yeah. I busted my hump. Yeah. Seriously? But I, like, I took it to heart this time and... Now it's just the last couple months of this year of uh, honestly, like really giving my all to myself of if they're not going to pour into me, I'm going to pour into myself. Right. So, and that's kind of the reason why, like, I'm not afraid to jump. If you tell me no, I'm going to keep going. And, oh, it didn't come back. It's not recording. So... No. We lost our video. We did. So, <laughs> yep, it's fine. Maybe next time. I know. Oh, this is getting hard. Oh, gosh. We'll get it eventually. But what the point of all of this is to circle back, okay? If someone says no to you in a certain, like, one door closes, okay? Another door is going to open. And that door for me is peak-driven. Yes. Like, it was kind of like God going, hey, uh-uh, that's not it. You think it's it. You think that's your, like, drive. You think that's where you want to be. No, this is where I want you to be. And what did I tell you the other night? I don't know, Mr. Manager. Quit it. <laughs> no, I, I like to razz on I him. heard it explained once that... In life, we go through situations and we are so focused on that one door that we stand in front of, hoping yes. that it opens. But yet, we neglect to look behind us or to the right or to the left. And there's like three or four other doors opening up. Yeah. And it's because we don't want that direction or we think we're, you know, so focused on this one door that we keep trying to bully our way through or you know force our way open and really like krista said you know god has a different plan for each and every one of us in our lives and you know if we just kind of take a step back look at a more broader view of everything and, and not you know be so hyper focused on one thing and opportunities come into our life yeah and we kind of dismiss them so quickly. Yep. When, you know, if an opportunity comes into your life, think about it. Let it simmer a little bit. Let it, let your gut or your heart speak to you about that because yeah. it might bring you joy or this feeling of just like, 
I can't shake this. Why does this always keep coming back in my mind? Mm -hmm. You know, why does it feel like I'm being pulled magnetically in this way, but I don't want to do it. But for some reason, I can't shake this feeling that I'm being called this way. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes in life, you know. Crisscross and make you jump, jump. Sometimes in life, you got to jump. Right. And the other thing, <laughs> too, real quick, is I wanted to go back. What I've, been <laughs> what I've been finding myself doing is I don't really post a lot on Instagram or social media or anything like that. I kind of live a more private life and just I don't really feel like people give a crap about my life. But anyway, my feed, I tend to follow or look at so basically what I'm getting at is my Instagram feed is my vision board for life. I follow and search for things that I want to strive for. Except when the metaverse decides to put Correct, something. that horseshit algorithm. Yeah. But anyway, but you get what I'm trying to say, though? Instead of like caring about Sally Sue down the street or Billy Bob's, you know, whatever newest thing, I tend to follow just pages of like, Porsches or, yeah. you know, mountain bikes or, you know, just yep. crazy villas in, in Italy and just like, you know, travel, people who travel and post beautiful sceneries and hikes and things like that. Yeah. Like that's what I try to fill myself up with. I don't really follow people individually because I could give two shits about what they're doing or like what their life's about because it's usually a highlight reel, right? Whatever. Yep. But like the things that I want to see and ingest and put into my brain mm -hmm. are things that I want in life. And so like I try, I tend or try to make my Instagram feed a scrolling vision board of what I want my life to be. Mm. Okay. I love it. So take, I mean, you know, try that. Try to fill your... And the more that you like those things and the more that you tend to follow those things, right, mm -hmm. that whole algorithm crap, you'll start to like puppies and things that make me smile. And, yep. you know, you go through it and you're like, oh, my God, your page is so boring. But to me, that's like everything, <laughs> everything that I want in life. Yeah. Mine's all like funny things. Um, and you know what I did edit was a lot of health and people that post just for the likes. Oh, of my gosh. I've deleted all the people that are like faux trainers or just look at me i'm absolutely ripped i haven't had a carb since 89 you know but you don't know what drugs they're on to make them that way so that's my girl that that's the thing i'm not even gonna go down there okay no so would you rather yeah let's wrap this thing up i know people are already tuned out exactly they're like let's what joe rogan got on <laughs> would you rather get drunk off of one sip of alcohol or never get drunk no matter how much booze you consumed. Dude, I'm on this bourbon kick right now. If I never got freaking toasty, that would be awesome. I agree with you because here's the thing. I don't like being drunk. Like, I don't drink to get drunk. No, me neither. So I, I really love the taste. I love the craft of... How was know, it made? Right. It's someone's idea and, uh -huh. you know... The Josh finished his drink. Oh, damn. Mine's a lot smaller than yours. But like the whole bourbon thing That's and wine, said. you know, that is a craft. Someone, you know, honed in on that. Someone took the time to yes. brew that. That's or, why like 
in my future, like when I retire, I would love to like start a vineyard. Dude, because... we saw that house that like literally had its own grapevines and it was absolutely sick in California. Oh, where was that? In California. Okay. It was a YouTube channel. Yeah, I forget the guy's name. He does really exquisite, luxury-ass homes. Like, it's insane. If you want to know, just message me, and I will send you the link. We, we literally watched this guy's it. channel. Like, it's yeah. pretty awesome. It's sick. I know. Because I aspire to, like, it's not about materialistic things. It's about, like, if that has a vineyard, like, atta- attached to it. Mm-hmm. Which it I, did. I am going to buy it. Because that is going to be an income. an income source. Correct. Like, even if, like, so we bought this house, it's an income source. They all are. They all are. We just keep... Uh-huh. Keep turning, burning. Yep. That's the life. Life's too short to live in one spot. Like, I get it. Some people are like, hey, rooted here, family here. We get that. Understand. Us? We're like, what's next already? And it's <laughs> been like six months or seven months. No, not even. February. It's August. Five. <sighs> It's been five months, and I'm already like, okay, what's next? Yep. I know Utah's looking pretty sweet. I know. Maybe we'll move to Utah. Never know, man. All right. Anyway. On that note, thank you so much for tuning in for this 54th, and hopefully... We'll there's get... going to be there's no video there's no video there's no video oh damn and that that camera Maybe. just keeps sinking it's staring at the wall now is it yeah it's oh not, no it, it's a shit show so <gasps> no youtube video this time i was going <laughs> to title this show. podcast <laughs> welcome to youtube <laughs> okay so guys we're on this like learning curve thank you for going on this journey with us <laughs> you know it's been yo you have to like yeah we're not polished and perfect no and honestly like you have to fail so many times at different things (laughs) (laughs) to make sure that like you you can grow like honestly like that's what resilience is and like all this kind of stuff is you you fall so many times you learn from those mistakes and you learn how to get back up and like yep honestly like People like I try to ask people like, oh, what do you use for like YouTube? And like they're not helpful because they don't want to see you succeed. Yeah, I'm buying a so. um, we call it GoPro, one of those new like 4K. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Memory card, done. Exactly. Yeah, we need to step it up. Yeah, we do. We will. But thank you for <laughs> tuning in <laughs> to this 54th podcast. Um, if you want to know more about what's going on in our lives. Or even, you know, if you want to buy some merch and stuff like that, it's out there on peakdrivenllc.com. You can find the fitness classes, our podcast, merch. There's going to be more merch coming out as soon as I sell some of this other stuff. So get the OG stuff and then more stuff will be coming in because that's just my jam. Word. Cool. All right, guys. On that note, we love y'all. We'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Later. See ya.